Bloody Nora, Alison, I absolutely love you. Welcome back, guys, to Let's Talk Liverpool. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done one. Uh, apologies about that. It's just life speed has been a little bit hectic, uh, which has made these episodes a little bit more difficult to do. But I couldn't miss out on doing a Let's Talk Liverpool after, after what was probably the most ridiculous finish to a game in terms of uh, a last-minute goal, as I have probably seen since the Everton game. Uh, what an incredible way to to score. What an incredible way to almost salvage the atrocity that has been this season in an absolutely ridiculous and stupendous way um, with a headed goal from our goalkeeper, Alisson, in an absolute must-win game, um, in a game that we struggled in, in a game that we we didn't really get into the same kind of flow that we did against Manchester United when we beat them so emphatically at Old Trafford. Um, but fortunately for us, like has happened so many times uh, during Klopp's era and before that as well, we were somehow able to find a way to get the result and uh, very much put the pressure on both Chelsea and Leicester, who obviously play each other on Tuesday in what is now a absolute... It was a huge game anyway, obviously following the FA Cup, but uh, you know, even bigger uh, game now and slightly more difficult with Leicester for Leicester having uh, being that they've got Chelsea and then Tottenham in the final game of the season. So, you know, all is still all is still up there to play for in terms of the top four for us, and that is just purely down to to Allison and uh, the the madness he did at the end of the game. But let's let's take it back and let's let's take it back uh, before before the game and let's let's take a look at the lineups. Uh, so Allison started in goal as expected, and the back four was the same, unchanged from um, what we saw against Manchester United. Uh, the the defensive partnership of Nat Phillips and Reese Williams that did fairly well at keeping. Uh, Cavani pretty much quiet started again with Robbo at left back I'm not sure what the issue with Kabak is and I know he dropped out a couple of games ago and he hasn't come back in and now I know they've come out and said about Jota's injury for example that he's not going to play again this season but I don't feel like they've said that for Kabak so there's possible there is a possibility that maybe Kabak will come back uh, either against Burnley or against Crystal Palace uh, but I feel like you know given that we've played the last couple of games now with Reese Williams and Nat Phillips, I think it would be better to possibly just keep the balance and keep the kind of relationship that these guys have built together in the past couple of games and keep that going uh, into the final two games of the season. Uh, the midfield was Fabinho back into his normal midfield position where he has been for the past couple of games uh, with Thiago and then Curtis Jones coming in after his injury. He got a bit of time against Manchester United uh, and was and then uh, was able to get the start here against West Brom. And then up front was the front three, which... Obviously, there was a, a bit of hoo-ha around Mane not starting against Manchester United, but obviously with the news of Jota's foot injury and with him being out now for the rest of the season, uh, that pretty much you know means that the front three are going to be the usual front three for the la for the last two games, and and they're going to be the ones that are going to have to ultimately you know get us these six points that we still need uh, to give ourselves the best chance um, of qualifying for the Champions League. The game started off um, in. 
and I guess a slightly different way than maybe some of us would have expected. I think West Brom, obviously with nothing to lose, really, they were able to they were able to just push up up the field, right, and and not play with that fear of teams getting in behind them and, and scoring, you know, having already gone down. And so they were able to kind of push up further. Um, and I think that we have to bear that in mind as well for the other games we're playing against, against Burnley and Crystal Palace as well. With teams that don't have anything to lose, you know, other than the kind of one or two positions they may change in the league. Uh, so that might make them a bit braver, push them up higher. And we need to be able to combat that. And I think particularly in the first 15 minutes, we didn't do that very well. Um, but that coupled with a couple of mistakes from the defenders, um, you know, for the for the for the West Brom goal, the first goal uh, with Reese Williams kind of just getting sucked in a bit and trying to go for a header, just rather than kind of maybe just holding his line and, and dropping with Robson Carney, because uh, you know even if Pereira dropped the. Pereira got the ball back, got the ball with his back to goal. He was like 30, 30, 35 yards away from goal. You know, even if he was to take the ball down there and turn on his chest, only Robson Carnu was was in behind. And if, if Reese Williams was dropping, you know, he would he'd need to be able to turn and um, you know keep pace with Robson Carnu if he decided to make that run in behind and uh, and Pereira played that pass. And so it was a bit of naivety from his point. Um, and then even after that, you know, we, we suffered again from some lapses in concentration defensively with um, how Robson Carnu nearly, nearly scoring again, uh, but this time Ch- Trent Alexander-Arnold coming across uh, and clearing the ball, but literally in the exact same position. Um, they were trying to just chip those balls into the channels either side of our centre-backs. Um, that worked very, very well uh, for them. And it was obviously something they had targeted before the game uh, and it worked very successfully for them. I think we were very fortunate with the with the goal that we got to get back into the game. Um, but before that, you know, once they scored, um, they kind of felt like, I, I think their mentality switched to, okay, we've got something now to hold on to rather than carrying on playing like they were. Uh, and with them sitting back a bit more, that allowed just the likes of Fabinho and Thiago to just boss the ball a lot more. And Thiago was by far the most outstanding player on the pitch today. And this is kind of a performance that we saw against Southampton. Again, another very good performance where he capped off with a goal. And again, today he capped off a very, very good performance. Um, we're kind of seeing a bit more of, you know, the Thiago we expected, you know. And I think a big part of that is the role that Fabinho is playing in the midfield in terms of cleaning up some of that stuff and just giving him the ball uh, slightly in a slightly more advanced position. And he seems to be favouring the right-hand side where he can um, play with Mo Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold. And he seems to prefer that side rather than the, the left side. Uh, and so we do sometimes feel like we may be not as balanced as we could be uh, because a lot of the play goes down the right-hand side, which is probably why I don't think we've seen as much of uh, both Sadio Mane and uh, Andy Robertson this season because I feel like a lot of the play has been balanced uh, or, or kind of happened on our right-hand side. But as Thiago got, got more into the game, he was making those passes, those kind of passes into Firmino, into Curtis Jones. Um, and ultimately, actually, it was one of those forward passes, not from Thiago, but from Sadio Mane uh, into Roberto Firmino that ultimately fell to Mo Salah, who with a fantastic snapshot uh, curled it into the bottom corner. And it's been said much before, and I've talked about it here on, on Let's Talk Liverpool as well, about how Mo Salah and, and even Sadio Mane to some extent are just really good when it's in when it's an instinctive finish where they don't have to think too much about it they don't have to necessarily they haven't got a lot of time to square up a defender or a goalkeeper or anything like that um i think when they just you know can just hit the ball uh, that's often sometimes when they are best and that's exactly what we saw for the most salad goal and again after that i felt like if we could get the second we, we i felt like we needed the second goal sooner rather than later i think the longer it went on the more frustrated we would have got and also the more confidence that West Brom would have got that they could escape the game with a point. Um, 
and, and Roberto Firmino's chance was exactly that. A nice little bit of play. Uh, we got a bit fortunate with the ball ricocheting off a couple of West Brom defenders, but fell to Roberto Firmino, edge of the box. You know, had basically the freedom in the penalty box to try and curl the ball into the corner. But hits the post uh, like he did against Manchester United as well. Oh no, sorry, it was Diego Jota against Manchester United that hit the post. But should have done better. And I think that would have helped make the whole game uh, just a lot easier in, in general. Uh, because um, if we had gone into halftime 2-1, I think we then could have controlled the game in the second half. And I think that's when you know someone like Thiago would, you know, would have done even better possibly than he did in the second half. But the second half played out um, exactly how you would everyone pretty much expected the second half to play um and even as Liverpool fans right you know we, we kind of knew that we were gonna have a lot of the ball we were gonna pass the ball side to side left to right get some crosses in from Trent and Robbo but you know we didn't have the biggest guys in the box the two West Brom centre-backs are fairly tall good in the good in the air um and so we were gonna we were gonna have to just keep persevering and, and something to break um our way and, and that's literally how it played out. We we had a lot of the ball. Thiago, again, was fantastic, both in terms of um, playing those passes, uh, not only side to side, but also sometimes into Mo Salah, into Roberto Firmino as well. I think the one thing that I that did st stand out for me is when we were building that pressure, I think when West Brom were able to clear the ball, I think what we've been so good at in the past seasons, when particularly we had Van Dijk and Gomez in, is when they clear the ball, Van Dijk and Gomez are so quick and so good at getting onto the one or two strikers that are up there and winning the ball back and then helping us really keep the pressure on. Uh, I think we were just a little bit uh, a little bit more passive than we would have normally been with those defenders in. And that's understandable given the, the personnel and the players we had in the team. Um, but we were just weren't able to win that ball back as quickly and therefore kind of attack again. And so when we were sustaining attacks, but we just weren't... Um, necessarily you know keep coming at them like every every 30 seconds with a with a chance so um that's exactly yeah the the second half panned out exactly as many people would have expected um and um we we honestly we created the best chances in the game um towards the end of the game when Wijnaldum came on uh Thiago had a shot which got deflected which got saved by the uh by the West Brom goalkeeper T uh, Wijnaldum had a shot as well that he arguably could have you know, taken another touch and, and tried to curl the ball in the corner, just went over. Trent even had a chance where he cut in on his left foot and, and blazed the ball over the over the bar. Um, so yeah, honestly, we were building, we were building, 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 but it did very much feel like it was going to be one of those games where um, we, you know, huffed and puffed, but but ultimately we just didn't have what we didn't have what we needed uh, to get that second goal and secure ourselves a three points. Um, but that is obviously until. Allison came up and decided he wanted to be the hero of the game. Um, he kind of strolled up into the box and you kind of, obviously you've seen many goalkeepers going to the box and the ball either bypasses them or whatever. Um, but fair play, one to Trent to stick it in the area um, that the, the goalkeeper was in and two for Allison to actually picking up a very good position. You know, he was he was literally in the best position. Um, so I'm not sure why our strikers or, or any of our kind of attacking defenders weren't in that position, but fair play to Allison for being in that position uh, but then also getting that position at, at, but then the header right you know the the jump the swivel was fantastic to really get the ball in the corner West Brom goalkeeper Johnston had no chance um yeah it was right right in the corner absolutely fantastic um header uh, just just wonderful and, and obviously he's had a very very tough year as well um and you know this just capped it off amazingly for him um, and he was obviously very emotional after the game, as were the players. And, you know, this is not something you see 
regularly or often um, in in football, uh, let alone at a critical time, let alone a winning goal from a goalkeeper as well. So absolutely fantastic scenes and uh, really, really happy for Alisson, really, really happy for the team as well. Uh, the man of the match, it's just obvious, it has to be Thiago. He absolutely run it. He, he was topping kind of every passing, possession and tackling stat. Um, just absolutely mega the entire game. Um, and then the shout out to Klopp, I think, is a, re- is a really interesting one. And, and I think it's honestly just keep doing what we're doing. Let's not change anything. Um, but let's think about how our opposition will play, given that they've got nothing to lose. Uh, particularly against Crystal Palace uh, and then Burnley first of all. But that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you all for listening. I'll catch you again for the Burnley episode.